Hi, I'm Danny Elfman. This is Shirley Manson. This is Debbie Harry. This is Chris Steiner Blondie. This is Roland Orzabal from Tears for Fears. This is Billy Idol. This is Alex Ebert, a.k.a. Edward Sharp, giving the story behind the song. Hi, this is Peter Chotty, host of the story behind the song. Each month I speak to some of music's biggest artists to get the inside stories behind their most lasting and iconic songs. Join me for new episodes on the third Monday of every month on the story behind the song from the Consequence Podcast Network, available wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the show. Feeling good with Duddy. That's me. Let's go. Yes, yes, yes. We are back. Another episode of Feeling Good with Duddy. As always, I'm joined with my brother, my co-host, Jake Bushnell. Hello. And today, today on this episode, as we always want to have some sort of topic about feeling good, today's topic, due to our special guest, is winning. Winning makes you feel good. And who... I mean, I, this guy, this, he, he wins. It's what he does. Josh Hader, Mr. Josh Hader, 71 from the Milwaukee Brewers. How are you, bud? Good, good. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you for being here. Uh, I know you're a busy guy, so thank you for uh, taking time in your schedule to come down and talk with us. Oh, there's no doubt about it, man. Couldn't miss this at all. <laughs> <laughs> in town, because you guys are playing the Angels. Yep. How many games? Uh, three. Three. Then we got off day and head out to, uh, to the Dodgers. Yeah. Oh, man. Yep. So you're in town for okay, a while. So yeah, so we got close. a nice little week. Oh, nice. Maybe <laughs> I'll try and get you down here again <laughs> for another one <laughs> while you're in town. Um, so, you know, you're in Angels land. We, you know, I hate to, don't want to talk about it too much. Daddy's a bit of an Angels guy. Yeah. Uh, you, you've gotten two losses yep. in a row, and you haven't pitched in those games. No, I haven't. Uh... So I'm not a coach. But I'm saying, like, I mean, you you pitch and you guys win. You don't pitch and you guys lose. And just saying, I mean, there's something going on there that if I was a coach, but I'm not, I bet you don't want to mention. You, you coach literally. <laughs> I do coach literally. I'm yeah. damn good at it. Yeah, and he go. puts the best pitchers yeah. in every game. I just, again, just putting it out there. So, just yeah, I'm just wins. Yeah, so hopefully, you know, if, I mean, is there something against – you just pitching every single inning, every game? Is that illegal? Yeah, like the way my arm works. Okay. I probably wouldn't have one okay. if I did it. So. Okay. No, oh. you gotta you gotta rest a little bit. So we went two and two thirds, uh, finishing off the Cubs series. So yeah, get a little bit of rest, and then hopefully we'll be in there. Hopefully we'll be in there today. That's the goal. Yeah, no, you, it's you guys such a strong team. Um, and, and they I bring just, you in when they're winning, typically, right? Because you're gonna, I mean. You're going to strike everyone out, most likely. Let's just it's get It's nasty. It's nasty. <laughs> He's so uh, nice. He doesn't want to say it. We'll yeah. brag for you. Well, you just, yeah. yeah, you got it. <laughs> On this note, like, it, it's fun to watch you pitch. I, I actually grew up playing baseball. I was a pitcher. And uh, so when I'm watching baseball, I'm really watching these pitchers, you know, and you're so fun to watch. You're terrifying. I'm watching these batters, and I'm just like, that's not even fair. Like, you know that some of these batters are walking away just going, Oh, that was fucking impossible. What was I supposed to do there? Um, so on that note, obviously, there's a lot of people in the league that are scared to bat against you. Is there anyone in the league that when you see them, you're just like, fuck, I hate pitching against this guy? Oh, I don't, I don't think it's like, uh, like 
damn, man, this guy's going to get me. But uh, there's guys that do put on good matchups against you. So going into just like the last series we had yeah. against the Cubs, Rizzo, man. He's, oh, yeah, he's a beast. Him and I go back and forth, and he's probably one of the better lefties that I've faced that, you know, puts a good at bat against me. So yeah. I think it's more so like not hating it, but more like um, it's you know, a challenge. It's, it's going to be mm -hmm. fun, and and that's that's why we play this game. I mean, all these guys are top dogs, so you got to try and beat the top dogs to be you know at the top. So yeah. um, you know this game, this team is fun to be with. So it just adds that competitive nature to it. That's awesome. That makes a lot of sense. And I, I'm going to brag for a second here. That kind of reminds me of me at ping pong. You're so good at baseball that it probably, you know, it gets boring a little bit. So when, when someone's really good and kind of gives you competition, you're like, finally, I see that. That's kind of like me at ping pong. I'm like, okay. <laughs> when someone actually is like almost beats me, I'm like, oh, well, well done, sir. So I, I, I understand. That's so nice of you to be vulnerable and just really put yeah. that out there, Daddy. Yeah. Good for you, bud. <laughs> ping pong champ. Yeah, Woo. wow. Okay. So uh, let me just knock this out of the way real quick. Uh, we got a couple sponsors. This show's uh, Feeling Good with Duddy, and we talk about things that make us feel good, and these sponsors are things that make me feel good. I'm going to start off with one thing that makes me feel good, whiskey. Uh, so Proper 12, uh, thank you so much. Uh, tried this for the first time a couple days ago, and I'm not kidding you. It's delicious whiskey. It's really good. And Connor's, it's Connor McGregor's whiskey. He's a winner. Makes sense. Speaking of winning, winner, yeah, winner. yeah, it's very true. Way to tie that in. And you don't win every fight. You don't win every baseball game. It's an attitude. Winning is an attitude. Nobody wins every time out, but, but you know a winner when you see one. We got one on the show. One. Duddy will tell you how great he is at ping pong. No proof. We got stats <laughs> for Josh. Yeah, and McGregor's a winner. We've seen it. So continue uh, on, big winner. Uh, People who know, know. People who know, know. Okay, uh, so every episode we start with taking a shot of whiskey. I'm not going to ask you, Josh, to take a shot of whiskey and then go throw baseballs 98 miles per hour at people's faces. So, Jake, will you pour us up a couple shots while I wrap this up now? And then uh, Proper 12, check it out. Uh, and then last but not least, we have Koi uh, CBD products. Uh, I love this product. Uh, I use it every morning. Um, it could help you with your pain. It could help you with your inflammation. There's no uh, psychoactive effects of it. There's no high. There's, there's no THC in this. You're not getting high. There's no high. And, uh, but for me, the main thing it does for me, which I use it for, is it's like a natural mood enhancer. It really does like kind of take the edge off for me in the morning. I take it right in the morning. It kind of takes the edge off, doesn't make me tired, and it's just a great way to start the day. KoiCBD.com. Go there right now. You put it in code DuddyB at checkout. You get 20% off. Wow! How could you not go do that right now? Check it out. KoiCBD. Thank you. Let's take this shot, and let's get the show going. Feeling good with Duddy. Thank Air you, shot. guys. Bang, bang. bang. Yeah. Air shot. Man, I feel <laughs> drunk now. <laughs> All right. Woo. Woo. Need some water, bud? That one didn't go down very well. Chaser? Chaser with the oh, water. All right. Look so, at that. <laughs> let me, for, so let me just throw a quick little background on how I met Josh. Some people are probably going, why is Josh <laughs> in here talking with Duddy? This makes <laughs> no fucking sense. But uh, besides the hair. Yeah. This makes no sense. A friend of mine, Tyler Saladino, you guys know Josh Hader. You probably know who he is. Um, he hit me up. We were in town. Our, our Dirty Heads were touring. 
I think it was last summer, yep. uh, with some good friends of ours, Iration, and we were in town, and he's like, hey, Duddy, you want to come out and throw the first pitch? And I'm going to pause the story one second, because I just want to throw this out into the atmosphere. I've gotten to throw the first pitch out at Angel Stadium, Dodger Stadium, and uh, Milwaukee. That's three. I want to do every single stadium. If you're out there and you're listening to this, and in any way you can have me come out and throw the first pitch at your stadium, and you're checking, don't even check my schedule. Just hit me up. I'll make it happen. <laughs> I want every single stadium. Boom. So, back to the story. Of course, I'm like, yes, I'll be there. I instantly, I was on the road, so I instantly went and bought two gloves and a, a bunch of baseballs, and I made everybody that was in the bands take turns like playing catch with me and shit like every day because I was like, I'm warming up, I'm in. Coach is calling me in, you know? Uh, I remember, by the way, before he threw out the Angels' first pitch, we were in Arizona, and he made me play catch with him mm -hmm. in the parking lot for hours. Hey, he doesn't I, want to embarrass himself on the mound, out dude. There He's a winner. Cent in it, yeah. You know, I'm <laughs> not doing it. And sorry, Bang. 50 Cent, don't beat me up, but... You get it. Uh, we saw the pitch, Fitty. Yeah. <laughs> Stick to rapping. All right. <laughs> the pitch heard around the world. Bang, but, bang. Um, but really, 50 Cent, don't beat me up. Uh, so how you guys So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so I, then, then they, to make it even better, he's like, why don't you come down early and you and all the guys could have batting practice on the field? Okay. So, like, I think, you know, know every kid really's childhood dream comes true. Uh, so me and a couple of the guys from the band and a, and a bunch of the guys from Iration and uh, Pacific Dub, all the bands that were with us, like a couple of the guys came and, uh, and we had a nice little crew and we all were just playing baseball on the field. We were hitting practice. The guys who weren't hitting were in the field shagging balls. Like it was great. Dream come true. I throw out the first pitch. I don't know. I think it was like 92, 93 miles per hour. Uh, 99 is 90, what I saw, 99 but I miles could be per hour. Wrong. And if if, if uh, correct me if I'm wrong, it was right down the middle. Uh yeah, right down the middle. Right down the middle, 99 miles And 99, because that's the that's what the gun could register. Yeah. And, what we all know, agree was probably over 100. Well, I didn't well get to warm up right before it, exactly. so it was like first pitch of the day. And yeah. you're not you're smart. Yeah. Longevity. So, you know, so sure. And I had a show that night. Take it so, easy a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we do that. Amazing day. And then after that, um, they had a game. Unfortunately, we had to leave because we had a show. But after their game, they came to the show. And a couple of guys came backstage with us and hung out and had a couple of beers. And Josh was one of these guys. So we got to we got to hang out for a little bit and talk. And, you know, we've kept in touch uh, somewhat since then. And, and I saw he was in town playing the Angels today. And I was like, yo, come on down. And, and he did. So what a no good doubt. day. Appreciate it. And that's that's actually really cool. That shows how cool you are. Well, I, I, I mean, I've just it. met you, but you're a real mellow dude. You obviously met Duddy very quickly. And you yeah. came down here, you know, giving us some of your time. I wonder... You're very laid back. I just met you myself, but I can tell you're a very laid back dude. How do you approach pitching? You, you, do you get fired up or do you stay pretty much like this? Uh, probably on the outside, I try to look like this, but on the inside, I get fired up pretty much. You do? Um, okay. I mean, it's kind of hard not to. When I mean, like when you go do a show, I mean, you got all these people watching you. Mm -hmm. You want to be the best you can be. And um, being able to just go out there and 40,000 people and just doing what you love, I mean, it's hard not to get fired up doing that's, that. Yeah, that's that was a great question because I was wondering that too because obviously I'd met Josh and I I thought, guy, he's such a mellow guy. Yeah. So I didn't know. I was like, because I know when I played baseball and I was a pitcher, my mindset was like, oh god, I'm gonna fucking throw this ball on your throat. You don't stand a fucking chance. <laughs> uh, you know that was what in my head, and I was just like, nobody stands a chance against me. I'm a monster. That's <laughs> what I was like thinking in my head. Ping pong. 
yeah, like ping pong. Very much and, like a um, ping pong game. And um, yeah, very much like it. Unstoppable. But <laughs> so I didn't know. I was like, is he in there doing the same thing, or is he just like this laid back Zen guy, and he's just in his head just. I'm playing baseball, America's pastime, eating up a pie on a sunny day. <laughs> you know, just just having a fun time out there, just killing people, wham, wham. You know, that's what I imagined, but it, mm-hmm. so it's not. In a sense. Seems like it's okay. a bit of both. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of both mix. Yeah. yeah. What type of music do you listen to? Everything. Oh, okay. Everything. Yeah, we, okay. country, reggae, rap, a little bit of uh, classic rock. I mean, I nice. like it all. I just, music is music. If it's good, it's good. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of, that's, that's the best answer. I mean, because, you know, there's metal heads. There's like, mm-hmm. I'm into hip hop. But in reality, everybody, if you hear a song you like, yep. you good, like it. Good music's good music. Yeah. yeah. Does starting, matter the board, genre. starting to dabble in some Spanish music. So I got to oh, nice. uh, touch up on that so I can jam out. Yeah. So you can sing along. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would love to have a video of that sent to me. <laughs> um, so I had a question. Um, you spent some time in Corpus Christi. Yeah. That's actually where I met my fiance. Oh, is it? Yeah, she actually oh, okay. she's from there. Dang, that sort of curbs where I was going with this. All right, apologies ahead of time. No apologies. <laughs> Look, Corpus, I'm sure I've been there a few times on tour, and it was just it was like it was a funky place to me. I've never been anywhere quite like that, and I wanted to see what was Corpus Christi like to you. But obviously, it was amazing. You amazing. met your fiance there. Yeah, no doubt. No, it's it's a nice place. Um, downtown, maybe a little different. Yeah. But you kind of go out on the outskirts of it. Uh, it's yeah. it's it's fun to be. At least when I was there, it was it was a good time. You know, mm-hmm. uh, good bar scenes and and stuff like that. And I mean, it's Texas. I guess it it's doesn't Texas. get too much better. Yeah. Daddy has a story from the downtown. And oh, we're yeah. wondering if this was Corpus Christi. He's been to so many cities, we don't remember. This happened somewhere, and I, I'm like thirty to forty percent sure it was Corpus Christi. Um, so feeling strongly about yeah. it. Yeah, we play Corpus Christi all the time, and we've been playing it for years, and the shows are always great, man. The fans are amazing there. It's a good time, and sometimes we've gone out afterwards downtown. Um, is there, like, a night where there's a bar where they're doing karaoke, and they play the karaoke on speakers outside in the downtown street area. So if you're just Doesn't walking around, you're I'm just hearing sure. drunk people karaoke as you walk down the street. I haven't, like I said, I don't, I didn't dabble with too much in that downtown. I went there one time to a bar and it was just not many people. Okay. Doing <laughs> much. All right. So like I said, gonna, I'm that was Corpus Christi. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. We're going to say it was Corpus Christi. So I, and I'm, we're going to, and we're also going to say it's Friday, Friday nights in Corpus Christi. If you're walking down the street downtown, mm-hmm. There's a bar doing karaoke, and you will hear anyone who is karaokeing wasted just walking down the streets as you enjoy your date. I'm sure that's amazing. Yeah, 67% sure that that's true. And if you're not doing that, Corpus Christi, get on it, <laughs> all right? Because the tourism board, I'm sure, is already – calls are flooding in. So get uh, the karaoke outdoor speakers up, and let's party. Oh, man. Um, so – you know what I had the pleasure of doing the other the other day? I, I go to my son's Little League game, and there's no umpire. And they're asking no one. So they I, they get me to ump. No. And, and we're talking like seven and eight-year-olds, but it's the first year the kids are pitching. And you know how that goes. It's like how that works is the kids are pitching, but it's their first year. So obviously they're going to throw a lot of balls. So if the kid throws four balls before the kid – uh, hits it or strikes out, then the coach comes out and pitches. And you cannot walk. So then the coach pitches until you strike out or hit the ball. 
So <laughs> I'm like, all right. I'm, they send me back there. I'm behind the catcher. No mask, no clicker. I'm literally in like jeans and a t-shirt, long, you know, hair. And I'm like, okay, I'm back Straight here. Straight dangerous. And, yeah. and, uh, and I didn't really know what I got myself into. Oh my God, Little League parents are crazy. Um, and then the first pitch comes. And of course, it's like questionable ball or strike. First pitch of the day. And I just froze. I was like, That's ball? Sure. No, it was the other team. So I was like, Ball? Straw? <laughs> instantly, I just hear three people in the background. Oh, that was a fucking strike. What are you doing? I'm like, dude, I am not an umpire. I just want to watch the game. So, yeah, that was freaking hilarious. Um, do you hear people? Are people yelling shit? Yeah, people yell all, the time, all game. All I know, game doesn't matter where. I know the yelling. left fielders and the right fielders, whenever I'd go to games, like they're just standing there, dude, and people are just staring into their eyes and saying, horrifying shit oh, even yeah. on the mound though even though you're in the middle sort of i mean you don't really pay too much attention <sighs> to it but if you're there and, and you hear that one guy or something like that just chirp and you're like sometimes they say some funny things yeah. and it's like <laughs> all right that was good but then you just focus on the yeah. on the game but yeah they get Dude. they get crazy out there has there ever been a time where you're just like I'm just going to throw this ball at this motherfucker. No. <laughs> you know what? I just realized the baseball games in a microcosm are what we're experiencing with the internet now. Because nobody's going to punch you if you, well, at Dodger Stadium you might get punched. Yeah. But for the most part, no one will punch you if you stand up and say the most horrifying shit to a professional baseball player. Like, yeah. I've heard people just yell, like, you're fucking, you know, your mother. Yeah. And I'm sitting here going, what? It's because there's no, yeah. no one's going to punch them. That's the internet now. So, yeah. yeah, I guess you have to deal with literally the earliest online screamers of all time. Was it baseball Baseball is games? the internet of sports. Oh. Is that what you're saying? I think so. Okay. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's it. Right. So, anyway. <laughs> anyway, I, I see uh, you, you're a big outdoorsman. Yeah. You enjoy hunting. I do, I do. Well, what, like, what do you hunt with? Uh, with my bow, so mostly. Nice. Uh, occasional gun, but mostly just bow. Just For me, it's like kind of like pitching in a sense. You know, you got to be precise and you got to stick with it. It's not like you can just pick it up. I mean, you can, but the odds are kind of and worse than yeah. if yeah. you practice Something you got to work on. Something you got to have a passion for. For sure. Yeah, I can see you have the hat. So you have your own company, Stricken yeah, Outdoors. Stricken Outdoors. Yeah, what's what's going on with that? So three, uh, me and three other of my buddies from back home from high school, we started this. Uh, it started as like an Instagram page. We were like, you know, what, we'll just post some pictures of uh, you know us hunting, yeah. kind of going along the journey. And then we kind of sat down and we were like, how about we start filming and making videos and whatnot like that? And then we were saying like, how can we get our name out there? So we were like, well, why don't we make apparel? Perfect. You know, so we started making apparel, um, started getting money and able to buy the cameras that we needed, the, all that good stuff. I mean, that stuff gets expensive for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, it, it adds up quick. Yeah, and so <laughs> we uh, we started doing that probably 2013. We started it. We started filming probably maybe two years ago. Mm -hmm. okay. um, so we're slowly getting some footage. Um, still got to put that together. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. So it was before you were even a professional baseball player. This has been... Mm Going on for, a, I mean, you were all, well, you were probably in the in minors. Sense, yeah, in well, the yeah. Minors. You got drafted by the 12? Yeah, 2012 by yeah. the Orioles. That's right. And then you went to oh, Pittsburgh. Awesome. You've been doing it, it for a minute. No, Houston. So Houston. went, yeah, that's, and that's how I met Maria. Okay. So oh, that's, when yes. I got traded to Houston, went to double A Corpus Christi. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. And, but you were originally from Maryland? Yeah. Yep, Maryland. Okay, cool. 
East Coast boy. Now we live in uh, AZ, so. Do you, uh, mm. do you know the band Ballyhoo? They're from Maryland. That's the only reason I ask. They're Maybe just if friends, I heard a song. Friends of ours. We've done some, a lot of tours with them. Good dudes. They're from Maryland. That's why I asked. Okay. Um, check them out. Good man. All right. Uh, hunting since you were a kid, I'm assuming. No. Right? Oh, no. no. So actually, one of my buddies from middle school to high school, mm-hmm. he put me into it. I never, I only fished, really. And then it was fishing and baseball. That was basically all I ever did. Nice. And then figured out this whole hunting thing, sat up in a tree stand with him, and Man, after that, it was just like game over because you just you watch nature just do its thing. You wake up with it and you watch it go to sleep. It's like there's so much more it's than just the shot yeah. of the bow. It's oh, yeah. everything being, that comes before. For sure. The car ride up, getting excited, setting up your camp. It's like this whole yeah. It's this whole thing. That's, That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Just that relaxation. Yeah. For sure. Oh, man. So for people listening, one more time, that was uh, stricken outdoors. Check it out. Um, Go online and check it out. We'll, we'll have a link on this episode on the website where you can just go and click it. So, yeah, it's Stricken Outdoors. Make sure you go check it out. With a bow. You're With like, a bow. Rogan. bow. It's yeah. real. It's, yeah, it's real. Like, you, you got to respect that. Um, should we go into a uh, real quick story? Anything special about the number 71? 71, no. Well, kind of in a sense. So I was a big number 17 guy. Mm. Okay. And so with the Brewers, they had that number kind of retired it's not officially retired but it's retired so what i did to uh, improvise is switch it up there you go and uh, our club our clubhouse guy he was like you know what we'll get you 71 because uh, it's it's flip so mm-hmm. it's like let's ride with it yeah no that's great you're making it special now that trying to 71 Definitely. <laughs> you're doing a good job linebacker number yeah maybe more of a football number huh yeah you got to be different that's what it's about got to be different Absolutely. Unoriginality is just like, it's kind of the worst. I mean, look, we're all unoriginal in a sense. We're just humans. How far, but try your best to be different. I mean, why not? Yeah. Why not? Why the heck not? That's awesome. All right, Daddy, what are you thinking? Uh, You know, let's just touch really quick one more time on the subject of the show, feeling good Mm -hmm. and what we're talking about here and winning and, and why that makes us feel good. And I'm not talking about just like, yeah, I love to win, and blah, 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 but it's about like how you win and how you lose as well at the same, you know, how you take a loss. A lot of people, I think when they lose, they just feel bad and they just think, man, I'm never going to beat that guy or whatever. Um, for me, when I lose, yes, obviously, I don't like to lose. I hate to lose. I'm a competitive dude. But when I do lose, the natural instinct is yes, you're a little bummed, but but what really takes over is like almost inspired to be better. So next time I will win, and because winning feels good, and and you've got to do whatever you can to make yourself better. If you lose at something, that's okay. Why did you lose? Think about it. Take the steps necessary to become better, so that next time you will win. And if you don't win next time, that's okay. If you lose ten times in a row, that's okay. As long as you're still trying and taking steps to become better and improving yourself, you're. You're winning. You're winning. And you're not going to feel bad about those losses when you know for a fact you're giving it all you have to improve. And you lost, but you gave it your all, and you're still going to work to be better. You know when you're going to feel bad? When you lose, and then you don't take any fucking steps to be better at what you're doing. And I'm not talking about just sports. Anything in life. Like, if you're at your company, like, and who's selling the most insurance every month gets to go to Hawaii, and you've never mm-hmm. got to go to Hawaii. Guess what? That's because you're not taking any fucking steps to sell more insurance, you piece of shit. <laughs> if you want to go to Hawaii, you got to sell that fucking insurance. 
So when makes you dude. feel good. Coffee <laughs> is for closers. Is what. Here's, <laughs> here's the deal. I got a question for you. I think that I'll, I'll simplify it. And and Duddy's coming from a good place. All right, feeling good with Duddy. Here's the deal. Winning isn't always just winning. Here's what here's what Duddy's trying to say. I think if you try your hardest. Here's, here's, let me, let me simplify this. Don't concentrate on winning. When I was a kid, I used to always think winning is what I want to do. Every time I played baseball too, I played many sports and winning, winning, winning. And sometimes when my team would get down by seven or eight runs and there's only an inning left or two innings left, I would kind of give up and I would go into a role of, well, we're probably not going to win this one. So whatever, I'm throwing in the pitch. I'll grab the ball. I'll go through the motions, but I've, I've emotionally let go of this game. A lesson I wish I would have known when I was a kid that I know now is Concentrate on trying your hardest, not winning. Because trying your hardest never ends. You're always supposed to try your hardest. Even if you're down by eight runs, try your hardest. And then if you try your hardest in everything you do in life, you will probably win most of the time. And so simplify your goal to trying your hardest. And then like Duddy said, even when you lose, you're not upset about losing because you tried your hardest. You just got beat that day. It happens. So is there anything, any lesson that you know now that you're like, oh man, if I would have known that simple lesson when I was a kid, I could have launched, I mean, it's I mean, hard yeah. to launch any farther <laughs> than you are. But you know, maybe Appreciate for a kid it. that's out there right now that maybe is like, heard that and was like, oh, maybe I should just concentrate on trying harder. Is there something like that that you have? Yeah, in a sense. I mean, like coming up just through baseball, I mean, even through life, I mean, you're going to come through things that don't go your way or, mm-hmm. you know, something that you did that wasn't right. But you learn that, you know, how to change it or, or be better from that situation. And for instance, like baseball, like there's times that I got smoked. You know, there's things that I did that, you know, didn't work out in that day or even in that month or in that year. So just really mentally just going back and figuring out, like, you know, what what did I do wrong there? or What, what could I have done better um, in that situation? Obviously, you always, like you guys said, you got to give your 100% every time. Mm-hmm you know, no matter the, the situation. And I think that was one of the things is like, you, you, put, you put it all out there and, you know, that's the best you can do. I mean, winning, losing, whatever. I mean, if you, if you put your 100% out there, you're gonna eventually get, you know, that mentality where like, I didn't, I didn't you know, slack off, you know, I didn't, I gave it 110% every time. And you could tell, it shows. Yep. Yeah. yeah, but in the end, it's like, you know, you don't win every game, but as long as you've tried your best to win every game, yeah. you can't go home hating on yourself. You're like, I yeah. tried my best. Okay. Today, yeah. I got beat. And you know what? That kind of touches on, you know, a subject that we talked about on last episode is you can't lie to yourself. You know for a fact. You know, and you're the only person who knows. You can tell people anything you want, but you know for a fact if you gave it all, your all yes. or if you kind of half-assed it. And you can say whatever you want. And you can make any excuse you want, but deep inside, you know, mm-hmm. fuck, I, I half-assed that shit. And that's why I lost. So mm-hmm. when you lay down in bed and your voice in your head starts talking. Yeah. So it, it all kind of, you know, things that make you happy, they all end up kind of tying themselves together. So, you know, winning makes us feel good. And uh, you got to try your best. Mm-hmm. And yeah. at the end of the day, can't lie to yourself to do both of those things, you know? Correct. So, uh, yeah, you know, and... I know you are a busy dude, and I know you got somewhere to go. So before you have to take off 
on this show, we always like to do a segment called One Time at Bandcamp. And it's just, it, it, it doesn't have to be someone from a band. It's just someone who's doing something, you know, inspiring and, and just a story from your, your road to here, from, from when you were a kid all the way up to here, just one story that sticks out to you that's funny or inspirational, and it could be anything. You got one for us? Oh, and this one time at Bandcamp? <laughs> Should have warned you that was. Yeah, coming. that was great. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. That was great. No, um, we actually it was it was it took place here in Lancaster, California. Oh, nice. Uh, about 2014, me and a couple buddies. So we were in the minor leagues out here, um, and we had this house in the desert. Basically, we called it the Meth House. I mean, it was in the middle of nowhere. Just you, you have to see. I'm gonna have to show you guys pictures of it. But so we had five, six bedrooms in this house, and we had probably about six dudes living in it. Oh, wow. And we had two air units, one upstairs, one downstairs, and that was that was basically cooling off that whole entire house. And if you've been in Lancaster in the summertime... It's hot. It doesn't do it. <laughs> hundred plus. And especially when you got, like, six dudes in there. Oh, <laughs> just... for sure. Yeah, yeah. You, you, can, uh, you can imagine that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we were just, you know, living the, living the baseball life in this house and uh, just enjoying it, and that's the best thing is, you know, whatever... Um, situation you're in you always got to look at the the positives of it you know and it so happened that we were actually playing one of the games and we ended up throwing every uh not every roommate it was three of us so all three of us combined no hitter oh that's awesome so it was pretty tight um just because obviously we we spent basically that whole year in that house and to do something like that it was it was something that i won't forget that that's awesome that's like that I mean, obviously, you guys are you guys still good friends? Yeah, we. I mean, we don't we don't see each other as much as as uh, you know. You're busy. You'd like to. I'm sure you're but all busy. Yeah, yeah, we definitely we definitely keep in touch through that's the phone. That's cool. That's that's a good uh, moment in in your life to like share with some friends forever. You'll have yeah. that. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty, it was someone started, someone relieved, someone closed. None I, of you yeah, gave up a hit. I started, and then the other two guys finished it out, and Boom. the rest so was history. Awesome. And that's cool, too, you know, for people listening and, and they, they just know you from, you know, this unstoppable major league, you know, closer pitcher. Um, and they just think that's all. That's it. That's what he is. But, they, you know, it's nice for them to hear, like, you know what? You came up. You paid your dues. You, you had to work hard to get where you're at. You were living in a, a house out in Lancaster. In a five meth or house. Six other people, a meth, meth house. house. It wasn't you know, really a, a hot meth. one with no, uh, <laughs> barely any AC. You know, it's like that's the kind of shit you got to do. And, and it's very similar to a band, man. We spent eight or nine wow. years, you know, ten of us in a van, just driving around the country being idiots. Like, and we had to do that. You got to do. Sometimes you got to you got to work through some uncomfortable situations to to get to where you are comfortable. You know, and that's yeah. that's rad. I think people will enjoy hearing that. And the um, coolest part is, is that your favorite memory or your band camp memory. It wasn't even a personal accomplishment. It was like a group accomplishment. It was yeah. you and your friends. And like Duddy said, with the with the with the bands being in a van. Those are going to be your best memories is when For you were sure. just in the meth house or some shitty yeah. van, man, yeah. just sweating it out with your friends. Exactly. Crazy. That's what it's yeah. about. I That's mean, what it's yeah, about. we're on, we're two buses now and semis and, and doing this thing. And honestly, like when I tell story, when people are like, oh, tell me a crazy story or funny story. A lot of times it's from when we were in a van, Yeah, you know, and, and we still grinding. have a great time now, but. Those are that's when you're it's real and it's raw and you're just being you and you're just like trying to survive, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. That's great. 
Well, you know, I know you got to go, and I don't want to keep you too long. So, dude, thank you so much for stopping by. Man, what a fucking rad it. dude. And yeah, although you're, you're playing you're cool. the Angels tonight, I wish you the best of luck, and I hope, uh, hope we get to see you thrown out. Hey, Jake, will you grab that bag? I got you a little something. Oh, yeah. Duddy has gifts. Oh. Just a little something, it's something. Christmas already. <laughs> and I thought, what better to give it to you than in an angel's bag? Oh, <laughs> oh man. Are you allowed to bring that Can in the bag? you bring that in and we get He doesn't want to touch have, it. I think I might have to get rid of the bag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, this is great, man. Um, I appreciate it. So, Thanks yeah, we really me. appreciate you coming out, man. No, I appreciate it, brother. Thank you, brother. You're Thank man. you. Thank you so much. And, uh, yeah. You too. Thank you guys again. Um, that's another episode of Feeling Good with Duddy, man. And we're just here trying to talk about stuff that makes us feel good. Remember, today's subject winning, and you know what you got to do to win. Josh, thank you so much for stopping by. Stricken Outdoors, go check thank it you. out. Jake, always a pleasure. My brother, Koi CBD, thank you guys so much. And as always, right here at Reamp Studios. Peace.